In my last video regarding Yoda's mysterious apprentice named Lo, in the canon Star Wars comic issue number 26, I mentioned how he felt a powerful yet mysterious force calling to him from the depths of the galaxy. This video will cover those events up to issue 29, as issue 30 doesn't come out until early April. I will mention how all of this is being read by Luke in his ship in space, from Obi-Wan's journal, who writes the story as Yoda told him. So Yoda feels this presence calling to him and ends up setting coordinates in his ship to this mysterious planet literally covered in asteroids, making it impossible to even enter. Upon arriving, he sees it almost like an apocalypse planet. Not much population, no real cities or infrastructure, just a barren wasteland for as much as the eye can see. Getting out of the ship, he feels the power is immense and ancient, coming from the core of the planet itself. As he comes across some savage-looking children, they tell him he's a weird little frog and that they don't trust him. Starting to throw their spears at him, he attempts to grab one as it slips through his hand, only to notice a special blue sharp rock as the spearhead. Noticing it is alive in the force, he uses boulders to block the attack. Gaining their attention, the children tell him he's the Deliverer, and took him to their town where they explain the nature of their planet. They told him that as far as the eye could see, the planet was covered in a shimmering blue rock that was alive with the force that gave them all life and energy. But one day, a group of rebels on the planet started to take the stone for themselves, dividing groups amongst the people, where now all that was left was one mountain of the stone. As the children get into an argument over a prisoner they have kept captive, they fight with their spears, and every time they clash, Yoda feels a disturbance in the force, as if the planet wants to tear itself apart. Yoda separates the children by making them float away from each other, and tells them the same line he later tells Luke on Dagobah, that they must trust in the stone power, that it is all around them, binds them together to trust in it like he trusts in the force. As Yoda sets off to the mountains to speak with the rebellious tribe, he takes the prisoner the children held captive with him. As the tribe began to huck stone at Yoda and the prisoner, he is overwhelmed by the stone's power and is struck down by it, and once down, shown no remorse, they knock him out, stoning him repeatedly. As he wakes up, he finds himself in chains and shackles of the blue stone, acting like a sort of kryptonite on him. Ordering him into the mountains to find the heart of it, he obeys as Obi-Wan writes that Yoda was the most powerful Jedi that he had ever known, but on this day, he was not. Traveling for hours up the harshest conditions of the mountain and into the depths of its core, he comes across the lava and fire flowing in it as he hears someone say, help. Looking up, he sees a boy before him with a spiral marking on his forehead. Building a small fire for the boy and giving him some cave food, the boy tells him how he was banished here because he couldn't kill in battle. Connecting with his peacefulness, Yoda asks him for his name. The boy replies, Garo. The boy tells Yoda he is in his debt for finding and saving him, and that he will be in his debt forever. Yoda replies that telling him if he insists on this debt, then he must teach him the ways of the stone power, learning everything he can from him to become his master. The scene then jumps to Tatooine sometime between the Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope, where we see Obi-Wan wander the markets, talking about how a Jedi must be humble themselves in order to learn. Coming across two gun duelers at high noon, when he uses a Jedi mind trick to instill peace amongst them, causing them to grab a drink. From the crowd, however, a hooded figure noticed and tells Obi-Wan he has a gift, calling him a Jedi and telling him he once had such a power as well. 
Obi-Wan was trying really hard at this point to keep a low profile. He tells the Wanderer that he is mistaken, and that he is no Jedi. Removing his hood, Garo is revealed as a grown man. Telling Obi-Wan the power he has won't last forever, and to never leave the caves of his mountain. The scene cuts back to Luke reading all of this in his ship in the depths of space, telling his S4 droid to run a scan of the symbol, and to find the coordinates of the planet. Setting course, he heads there, knowing that this is the way he will become a Jedi. The last few pages go back to Yoda and Garo training. As they train, Yoda is blindfolded to feel where the rocks are being thrown by Garo, to dodge them like a Padawan would who is just learning his most basic form of Jedi training, until he takes a massive stone and blocks them all. Taking everything he has out of him, the mountain opens up, and they both understand that this is no mountain. I can't wait for the new issue to come out in a few weeks. It'll be where Luke goes back to the planet to find how Yoda left it. Who do you think Garo is, and how did he find Obi-Wan? It is said that the Knights of Ren have symbols on themselves, like they're part of some sort of cult. Could he be possibly one of the founders of the Brotherhood? Let me know your thoughts below. Check out yesterday's double upload when you get some time, and I'll see you all in tomorrow's episode of Star Wars Theory. Until then, my fellow Jedi and Sith friends, remember... The Force will be with you, always. <laughs>